we are talking about the Great Awakening, how you can recognize your own awakening and why this is a powerful time for starseeds to wake up and step forward. This is a show with Steve Noble, and he is a very refreshing and interesting metaphysical and spiritual teacher. Steve, thank you, and welcome back to Quantum Conversations. Hi, Lauren. Thank you for having me. Well, a conversation with you is always very helpful to so many because it helps us identify things that are going on in our life that we are not even aware of. Mm. So let's talk about this. When we talk about awakening and this great awakening that's occurring, what does that mean to you? I'd heard about this great awakening from a number of spiritual teachers and uh, it sounded like a great idea, you know, um, Alice Bailey, the channel in the uh, in Britain in the early 30s and 40s talked about this new age coming and the, lots of kind of prophecies, people getting excited about the age of Aquarius, you know, I remember seeing that film, was it Hair, wasn't it? This is the dawning and all this kind of thing. It kind of sounded like a good idea, but I wasn't really sure about any of this. And then I had my own kind of wake up in the nine. I was really searching for something for many years, but the awakening happened when my father died and I had this experience of awakening which was one where my old life increasingly stopped fitting with who I felt I was being or becoming it took about certainly over a period of three months this feeling of my old identity something old was dropping away and something new was coming and then I had uh, the experience of synchronicity which I never had any I, I never even had the word for it and being in the right place flow all these things and then I started meet, meeting people teachers and suddenly it started becoming real for me in my life rather than just a concept that sounded good in some new age book you know and my life did start to change rapidly I was married at the time and my now ex-wife was not very happy with this awakening process I didn't call it an awakening process at the time I just called it something odd is happening to me and I'm not quite sure what it is. I had to find people who would guide me. Within six months, found a lot of people that I, I started to trust and I found a lot of teachers who I started to follow their um, wisdom, their input. A, a, a number of them from America, actually. I found a lot of really good channels in America that started to make more sense. Suddenly, all the old books of philosophy and history were wiped off and I started having all these channels material and of course my ex-wife just thought I'd lost the plot and uh, eventually we, we separated and I found myself on a very fast track of, of spiritual growth. I, I found this teacher who I followed for about 10 years. Her name's Jill Edwards. She's not with us anymore um, and I followed her and she really opened me up. I, I really trusted her because she had a very good left brain as well as a very awakened right brain and she, she seemed to embody groundedness and common sense she wasn't just talking about love light and everything she talked sense to me and so I followed that and uh, my life started changing quite dramatically I had another awakening 2010 which was very painful and then I started to realize that this whole great awakening was real my life went through a dark night of the soul and on the other side I started getting connected with all kinds of 
beings, angels, star beings, all kinds of beings were coming. And by this time, I'd kind of let go of all resistance, I think. I'd been through such a hard time that if they said to me, channel the goddess, I'll go, fine, you know, I'll do it. Which is actually what they did say. We want you to do a transmission. For the very, I think the very first one was, um, was on the goddess, which I did in Greece. And at the beginning, I kind of said to them, but I haven't got a womb. But they didn't seem to be too bothered about that. So I, I, I did it. And so I, my life started to change rapidly. My life was really about a lot of struggle and suffering for the first 30 years of my life I said I, I went through incredible pain struggle suffering I went through psychotherapy for about 13 years uh, my marriage was really a safe harbor from from what I consider the painful world and then when I started waking up I had to let go of that painful harbor I had to come out my life changed rapidly in the sense of my relationships my energy levels my work changed dramatically my spiritual life began to explode it became the most important thing in my life actually my spiritual life connecting with my higher self so all of this made this ascension process very real for me it made what's happening in the world very real I became actually at the same time very much interested in world events and I still am very interested in world events what's going on the world stage because I think it's a reflection of the ascension process because the ascension process is essentially one of clearing out lower frequency energies it's clearing out what I call dark forces um, and those dark forces are on the astral plane and on the earth itself which are what people call Illuminati and we're seeing really this this light dark interplay going on now between um, the forces that want to keep the planet as as it is and even decrease the frequency we've got endless war after 9-11 uh, you, you're in America you kind of know what's happening over there and I'm in Britain and Britain and America are very involved on the world stage in wars and conflicts and selling arms to unpleasant dictatorships and all of that kind of thing so this is the interplay going on at the moment we've got a lot of light going on the planet and a lot of darkness that's presenting itself and certainly in the last 20 years that darkness has erupted across the planet whereas it was a bit more hidden before because the dark what I call the dark forces are very worried about this ascension process they don't want it to happen they want to do everything they can to block it and so of course war and conflict is one very good way tried and tested way of keeping the planet's energy low it's almost like a black magic kind of experiment in blood sacrifice if you could say so we're going through this on the one hand lots of light lots of amazing things happening lots of teachers the energy of the planet certainly increased uh, over the last two decades more possibility light workers and starseeds waking up and at the same time darkness on the planet there's this interplay so we're going through a period of that for a while um, sorry I'm rambling on Lauren did I answer some of the question oh Oh, absolutely. We always love to hear you talk because you said a lot of helpful things there. And uh, it's really interesting that the outer world is a reflection of this ascension process. Yeah. And so um, this great awakening then, this is where people are really tapping into their own inner knowingness and this realization that they're here to bring back this incredible light, yeah. right? So I would say now more than ever, bring forth this light. There are things that are uh, natural in the way our light is is limiting is limited because of so much in the way. So talk a little bit about this because this clearing process we want to move through this clearing process so quickly. What are some of the ways that we can do that? 
resistance to the light is is normal well they say resistance <laughs> is futile in star trek don't they <laughs> but actually i'd say it's normal uh, initially it's normal anyway certainly at the beginning resistance is normal our own like who cares sort of attitude it can be you know my life's fine or um, my life's not fine but i've got no idea about this kind of process so i'm not going there you know better the devil you know kind of thing. We've developed through many lifetimes in the 3D paradigm, a very dense and controlling ego. Mm -hmm. And that ego, which hasn't just developed in this lifetime, you know, you could see it in kids as they come in when, when they're very little, their egos are fully like, I ain't doing this, I'm, you know, they're little warriors or whatever. So we've developed an ego over a long time and we, we need an ego to get through 3D matrix because the 3D matrix is dangerous and difficult. So we develop energy structures that help us navigate. But eventually, certainly when the ascension process happens, these energy structures have got no idea how to help us and then start resisting the process. You know, we have, for example, we may develop an energy structure which is around pleasing people to get yes. by, you know. And and so once we we start being called to being more authentic, our pleasing self might go, I'm confused because this is the way I am. You know, I've been I'm trained, this is how I get through the world by pleasing and helping or sacrificing mm -hmm. or even rescuing. So we have to ditch that. And of course that programming doesn't want to go very easily we may have um, learnt to move through the 3d matrix through becoming a, an achiever by moving by action by doing stuff you know people are always on the move and so when the ascension process happens and we are asked to tune into our inner light that energy goes i've got no idea what you're talking about we're supposed to be moving here we're supposed to be achieving climbing the ladder we may have developed a very strong critic which is quite common in most people which is always telling us how stupid we are or how fat we are or how we We'll never make it or how to be careful of this that and the other and so these energies have got no idea of how to maneuver in this new map which is being created in this new 4d 5d ascension process you know the 3d is rocks are hard and water's wet but 5d isn't like that you know we create our own reality uh, individually and collective and our ego has got no idea so initially the resistance is the higher self starts calling us And the ego goes, no, I'm not having it. I'm not trusting this. I don't believe in this. And there's an inner fight that often goes on in people. With it, when more light comes in, these old lower frequency ego structures fight for their own survival, actually. And the ego is quite strong. I mean, literally, the ego will kill you to protect you. It's kind of a strange... Uh, paradox, isn't it? But uh, uh, for example, if you remember the um, Wall Street crash, you know that what happened. A lot of people were jumping out of very high buildings because their ego says we can't cope with this. Better to kill yourself than live with this reality. So the ego is quite strong. Its defense mechanisms will even kill you to so-called protect you in itself, really. So the ego is our first resistance. And the ego has common resistance patterns. When the light comes in, it might, it might create busyness. It might create conflict. These are really common ways of avoiding the light. I mean, I know in my process, when I've ever come to a really important crossroads, I've found drama conflict increase some people might have self-doubt increase they might have guilt shame blame increase they might feel the need of perfectionism it's got to be perfect fear is also the biggest resistance pattern isn't it you know the, the analogy i always use is here you are in your safe harbor even if that safe harbor is not very pleasant because a lot of people don't have pleasant lives but the, the the life they have feels familiar and safe you know so they keep it i'm not sailing out into the ocean and finding out what's out there so we need to develop courage and that 
the kind of turning point where we, we start to say, okay, I'll sail my boat out of the harbour and find out what's out there. But usually when that happens, the pain of being in the harbour has to get so great that we overcome our resistance patterns. Now, resistance doesn't only show up internally, it also shows up externally. And external resistance, of course, is a reflection of our internal resistance. The doubting committee turns up. You know, people's Mm -hmm. mother-in-law phones us up, say, are you crazy? What are you doing with your life? I've heard that you're resigning from your job and you're going off to India, you know, all this kind of thing. Family can be a huge source of resistance. Starseeds born in 3D families will find a lot of resistance from their families because a 3D family will not understand a starseed. They'll categorize them as the dark sheep or black sheep or whatever. And they'll, in some way, they may seek to block your spiritual path or gifts. And that's very common, actually. I deal with lots of clients where their families are energetically blocking them somehow. They have cords in the throat and the third eye and these kind of things from family members who are unconsciously trying to protect them by blocking their light because this is what they think will keep them safe. So... Uh, of course, resistance can also show up in the, in the culture. For example, if you're living in Iran or if you're living in some country where you know, fundamentalism is quite strong, again, resistance can show up because it's scary to uh, reveal your true light in some cultures. So there could be cultural blocks as well. Also, what can happen once the spiritual path starts to get underway, resistance can show up from past lives or other lifetimes, which is another whole field. But that's not the initial process. That's when you're on on the path. I remember feeling terrible fear at a certain point in my journey early on. And that fear was not generated from this lifetime. It was generated from past life trauma. Um, And then I, I started to have spontaneous regressions where I started to experience those lifetimes. And that cleared up a lot of stuff. For me, once I realized, you know, hey, I was burnt. So, it, of course, it makes sense when you're burnt alive to resist being a healer or a, on the spiritual path because it's really scary, you know. Being burnt alive is a pretty strong experience, you know. And I, that was one of my experiences and lots of others of um, past lifetime energy showing up going, you can't do this. So, when you step on the path, expect all kinds of resistance from all kinds of areas. But the great thing about this lifetime is that this lifetime gives us the opportunity to clear up masses of lifetimes. Masses of stuff can be cleared up in this. This is why this lifetime is so important. There's an awakening, but also a massive clearing that can happen as well. 